0: Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Movie review and talk show podcast comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not. A group
1: therapy session,
0: really. Yeah, well, in some cases, depending on the movie, it is. Mm Yeah, um, it's
2: a safe space. That's all you need. There are now. some movies that should come like with our episode attached to like get you through it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know? We, yeah. No, that's a that's a good point. We're yeah. the the com- the
2: companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is this one of those movies? Well, first of all, who are these people who are talking to you? I'll tell you, they're the Internet Radio Superstars.
2: Michaela, Holly,
0: and I'm Colin. Sean is on assignment.
1: Maybe tonight. he's trapped in sleeping on the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by
1: Ali. What
2: did we watch tonight? Tonight
1: we watched Slaughterhouse Rock. Holy fuck, From the that year. sounds
0: awesome. Doesn't it sound
2: amazing? It sounds <laughs> like I'm going to like kick doors down and like headbang and have right? a great this time. It
0: sounds like the ultimate movie. It sounds like Schoolhouse Rock only
2: better.
1: Slaughterhouse. It-, <laughs> huh? it
2: sounds like a movie you should watch with Previous episode, rock and roll nightmare. It, it sounds like it these does. should be companion movies. Yeah, yeah, but we would might be might we might be wrong. We'll find out. But the more uh,
0: highbrow may say it's Slaughterhouse Five, the crude yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Yes.
2: yeah. Yeah, Slaughterhouse Rock. Yeah, yeah. From we'll,
0: the year, we'll get to the year, bottom of this.
1: Oh, the year uh, on nineteen eighty-seven. Okay, technically released in eighty-eight.
0: Released okay. in eighty eight, yeah. theatrical. I found out did play in some theatrical. Yeah, music. and yep. it was
1: and it premiered in Chicago. Damn. Oh, because we are a state of taste. Yes, <laughs> uh,
2: that should be the state tagline: Chicago. <laughs> we have taste. Yeah. <laughs> should be, but it's gotta be like aggro. Like, like someone insulted us and we're like, no, no, we have taste. Like, and that, then, that's the delivery. But the picture on the shirt is malort. yeah, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, I Can love it. Make it. Yes. Make it. Yes. <laughs>
0: that should be a t shirt. We yeah. have a t shirt sh- uh, store, by the way. T public T yeah, uh,
2: com slash. Something slash Saturday Freak Show—you'll find people search that Yeah, go to our social blogspot, right? or blogspot
0: Yeah, Saturday Night Freak Show I don't
2: think you were here.
1: The we had a mailbag, and someone mentioned that they bought our four hundredth episode T-shirt, uh-huh. and they were asking about our five hundredth. Oh, oh, I can come up with one. So, Yay. We, yeah. Thanks for buying. We said, stay tuned. We'll yeah. run it by Michaela. Oh yeah! I'll yeah. Have yeah. one.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's coming. uh Who's the director on this uh work of art?
1: Uh, Dimitri Ligothetis.
0: And we would know him from.
1: Um, Kickboxer Vengeance. Kickboxer Retaliation. A little movie called Jiu-Jitsu with <laughs> Frank Grillo and Nick Cage. New movie. All right, putting that down ah, on ah, the list of yeah, things yeah, to watch yeah. for the freak show. Yes. I was like, Michaela, put that down. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah, like these two
2: guys that are in it, too. I know. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Some tea, a lot of TV uh,
0: and producer of Sleepwalkers. Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: too bad there wasn't more of that in this movie. Producer. Yeah. yeah. Somehow he yeah. got the
0: rights, and then he was the rights holder, so they had to pay him when oh. they made the movie Sleepwalkers. So, Good for um, him. <laughs> all right, Slaughterhouse Rock. We're yeah. sitting there going yeah. like, yeah, this is going to be like one of them heavy metal horror movies because Shutter in their brilliance put it on with a group of movies including uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare. Oh, sorry, yeah. Hard Rock Nightmare. Hard Rock, uh, Zombies, yeah. and Slaughterhouse Rock. And we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're ready to fucking headband. Yeah,
1: and I think this was released on a double Blu-ray. I, d- I don't remember who put it out. Was it Vinegar Syndrome? Someone did. Um, It was a double Blu-ray with Hard Rock, Zombies.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're in a yeah. heavy metal mood going into Slaughterhouse Rock. Yeah. I got to tell you, this had a striking movie poster. It's a great poster. Yeah, a great poster. It's a
1: great poster.
0: The image is of Alcatraz Island, a small Alcatraz Island in a blue stormy night Mm -hmm. and a giant like, like
1: floating
2: head.
0: Of a vampire.
2: Yeah, it looks like. Like, a, like the Fright Night well, vampire. Very fright yeah, night. yeah, it looks it's very like a, fright fr- night. it looks a lot like the Fright Night poster. Yeah.
0: yeah, and you're like, wow, what the hell is this movie? And Holly, I got to tell you, I've been waiting to see this movie yeah. for 40 years. Oh, wow. So that's right. <laughs> no pressure. Crossing one off the box. You know <laughs> what? I, I was
1: happy to oblige that. Well, thank
0: you very much. Yeah. The anticipation, as you can tell, I can barely wait
1: I to know. see it. I know. And then I told you that. Oh, well, and you knew that Tony Basil was was in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then I let you know that Devo did the music yeah. and it just kept getting better, it <laughs>
2: yeah. kept It getting better. And I'm like, these are all like the classic ingredients right. for a freak show. Instant classic. Yeah. Like,
0: right? and I mean, that's a step down from like, OK, so then you're going like, oh, I thought it was rock Devo. OK. All yeah. right. Right. Yeah. Known for whip it. Yep. Whip, Whip it, it good. good. Yep. Yeah. Um, Mark Mothersbaugh is the guy who's, uh, I think, the primary dude in mm-hmm. Devo. He's credited with the score. It's performed by Devo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Basil, for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know, is.
1: Mickey, you're so fine. Yep. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Yeah. Hey, Mickey. Mickey. Oh, you oh the man. Crypt of the Nation in the 80s. Yes. Yeah.
0: 1982. I looked yeah. this up because it turns out, I don't know if you knew this, but this is what the internet does to you. It turns out Mickey is a fucking cover. Of a 1979 song I called have- "Kitty," except Kitty did not have the "Oh, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you so blow my mind." Hey, Mickey! Mm-hmm. Oh, Kitty! Really? Yeah, she <laughs> added the chant to her version. Huh. There you go, bam! Wow. 1982 became a big that hit. That song
2: is catchy as fuck, though. Yes, it that is, is it one really of those songs is. you hear and it really is sticks with you
0: so she's the big Mm. casting get in this movie uh Mm -hmm. i assume she was probably the most known at the time of the people who are in the movie Mm -hmm. um she's a choreographer i think i mean she's a singer but she's also a choreographer i think so this is an interesting factoid because everything eventually does come back to once upon a time in hollywood she (laughs) choreographed the whatever, the thing with uh, Leo DiCaprio and the, she and she was dancing uh in the Pan Am flight scene she's in once upon a time.
1: Oh yeah. So she's okay. still around doing I was trying to think of like what choreography. Oh, for oh, the but...
0: whatever the, the the what is it? Not the Kintoscope, but you know what he's doing the Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm snapping my fingers and, you know, like moving my <laughs> shoulders. Yeah, like yeah. You know what I'm talking.
1: About. I do. Uh, <laughs> and did she choreograph the whole movie? Because there was also scenes like at the Playboy Mansion with Margot oh, Robbie baby. and like there was scenes of Margarabi's Robbie's dancing like several times.
0: Oh, there you go. So, Bam. See, yeah. still. That's awesome. A Good for her. Yeah, because I
1: used to. See, I remember um seeing her all the time on all of those like flashback shows on like VH1 yes. and MTV and stuff. She was constantly on those shows. Yes,
2: she was always a talking head. On yeah, the, that always. Stuff. Yeah. and I
1: loved it. She was just so I don't know. She's so charismatic. Well, she's she adorable. has
0: that, and I yeah. guess you know just watching her in this tonight. I mean, clearly she's the most experienced person or performer. In front of the camera, the most comfortable, you know,
2: by a long shot, yeah, by a sure.
0: long shot. And I think mm-hmm. that that kind of helps her in because yeah. you're like, oh, she comes man. out
2: fine in this. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, yeah,
0: everybody else around her, this is their first rodeo, at least. So that's what it's maybe like. their
2: last, except, it should have yeah.
0: been. <laughs> well, except for Hope it's Marie Carlton, oh, that's
1: right. Yeah, she uh, she was on our hard ticket to Hawaii episode. Um, she was also in uh, Savage Beach and. All those she movies. was one of,
0: yeah, I mean, she was part <laughs> yeah. of the duo in and, uh, Andy, Andy Sedaris, Sedaris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the le- le- ladies of lethal.
2: Yeah. So we got to bring another Andy Sedaris one to put her on the wall, huh? I feel like she, did we do Nightmare on Elm Street 3? Isn't she in that?
0: She's in Nightmare on Elm Street, isn't it 4? Oh, is it 4? She is the naked girl yeah. in the- in the, um, the, p- the
1: pinup girl. She's the pinup yeah, girl. Yeah, and then yeah, she yeah.
0: disappears from the pinup and is yes. in the waterbed. Did we That's bring her. did we ever bring that one? No, we never did. Okay. Four, I was I, I couldn't think. remember
1: if we if we brought that. I was like we, if we brought
0: three. that then yeah. we, then she's okay. on the wall but Yeah, she's a uh, yeah. Playboy uh Playmate. Yes. She's in Playboy several times. It was yeah. like the Playmate of the Year mm-hmm. or at least month. Maybe year. I think she was also Playmate of the Year. Anyway.
1: Yeah. But either way, we got to we got to bring her yeah. on the wall. It's got to happen.
0: So, so slaughterhouse rock we're expecting uh, rock music that's been kind of downgraded to devo and tony basil um Mm -hmm. somehow this plot is going to involve musicians because Mm -hmm. we're keyed into this because the opening title treatment has you know slaughterhouse all bloody rock and it kind of has that 80s glint to it and you're like oh here we go and -hmm. then we were waiting okay and then the cold open uh,
2: also makes you think okay am i watching like a metal music video because it's this guy in this like narrow alleyway with like torches and there's like a foot deep of like algae covered water and he's like running down Mm -hmm. this like dungeon-esque like hallway from like, like flashing like strobe light coming from somewhere yeah yeah and like and then there's like this weird zombie-looking thing slowly walking after him, and this goes on for forever of him like quite a while shackled to this wall, trying to knock the shackles off. Yeah. torture it feels very like I like fantasy metal, you know, like yeah. for sure.
0: Well, I got to tell you, this is where uh, first indications right are like right off the get go because I guess the way to describe the scene. We see the feet of somebody moving through the, the water, mm. but you never actually cut up to see who it is. Right. You see somebody's hand is shackled mm. and they're trying to get loose, but we never see who it is. I don't right. know if it's male, female. I don't know what's going on. You can tell
1: by the hand that it's probably male.
0: Uh, well, eventually, because yeah. we see it enough, you know, like, yeah. eventually you're like, okay, we just keep cutting back from feet to yeah. uh, hand. The guy gets a knife. He pulls out of a skeleton, starts hacking at the uh, shackle, eventually hacks his own hand off.
1: Hacks his hand off. I was like, all right.
0: This sequence is at least three minutes long. Uh, And that's why we were conjecturing during the movie that, Mm -hmm. yeah. Is this or this is going to be a psych out, right? This is going to be like Mer- a, a metal music video, but there's no music over it. Uh-uh.
2: No, no. It, I thought when it first started, it might lead into like a title sequence. That is the length of a song because it kept going on for so long. I was yeah. like, okay, it's good. They're going to play a whole ass song and that's going to be like our cold open. No, nope. no. or even the Pet Cemetery pull out and it's a movie set. Yep. No, none of that. Yeah, no, nope. yeah, yeah. this yeah. is
0: actually apparently a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, had by our lead character, mm-hmm. Alex. Alex. Okay, who's the actor who plays Alex?
1: Uh, Nicholas Solosi.
0: That's probably the last time you're ever going to say that name. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It's on the credits that it was produced by Nicholas Salosi Senior. Oh yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. in nepotism, yeah. nepotism <laughs> the movie we got here. Huh. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's a very charismatic or uh, charisma free uh, performer. Mm-hmm. Um, charisma
2: free. I like that. <laughs>
0: Right, because there's something, I don't know. Like, he's, I was sitting there he's trying to.
2: lacking. <laughs> he made the guy in Brain Damage. That was that movie, right? Yeah. With the Aylmer. I yeah. always want to say brain dead, but that's um. He made that guy look amazing. Yeah. And that guy was not great.
0: Yeah. But this guy, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of stuff in his performance where I'm just like were not being given any kind of direction. It, yeah. It's like his performance feels off. Compared to what the scene is, but then there's a lot of scenes where every performer seems off to the tone yeah. of what the actual. The tone movie is. is
2: very. It feels like there was no director for this movie. Yeah, yeah. no, it really does.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot. I mean, where to put the camera? How to you know you know calibrate a performance? I mean, I it's like, all over the I place. I feel like
1: the cinematographer maybe stepped in a lot in this movie.
0: At least it'll be like, you go there and yeah. just move over here and then do this. Because
1: the cinematographer was actually like an experienced dude. Was he? Yeah. I've
0: recognized. In Nicholas like,
1: von Sternberg. He yeah. did like Dolomite. He did Tourist Trap, Uninvited. Tourist Trap, yeah. Uninvited. Oh okay. my God. This Vi- guy's a freak show all star. Oh
0: <laughs> wow. Remember Virus? The, the Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. virus? Holy shit. He's
2: done a lot of movies. So I'm like, I feel like he probably stepped in and did a lot. And you know that every time it's like, oh, this is above my pay grade and this yeah. is not my job, but someone has to do it.
0: Wow. Well, yeah. okay. Because
2: uh, he's probably the most experienced person I
0: know, yeah. but I'm not. I mean, because <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, you know, in, while I was watching, very critical of the, the, the cinematography oh, choices. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why would you do that? Like, wouldn't this be more dynamic if you put the camera over here? You know, I was like, yeah. oh, this is not, uh, not like uh, stellar work. Mm-hmm. But then is that the director? Or right. I don't know. It, this is a, a tough one. Um,
1: yeah. Also, the editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: and so it's possible we shot the right angles, but Mm -hmm. the editor chose the wrong ones. I don't know. Um, It says at the beginning, this is from Arista Films, and I was like, ooh, is this, you know, because you got Devo, is this like an Arista Records thing? Um, Because they had Whitney Houston and Grateful Mm -hmm. Dead and all. But no. So just so you know, it has no relation. Oh,
1: good to know. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. all right. so, I, I assume <laughs> it was like maybe that was Devo's label? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. You
0: got a music-themed movie yeah. and okay. Is it a music thing movie? I guess we're going to find out. Okay, so here's the <laughs> here's how we get into this. The Nightmare.
1: Right, The Nightmare.
0: And Alex wakes up. Alex has one of them 80s yeah. mullets. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, should this movie have been called Nightmare on Alcatraz?
0: Is there a very cool. heavy Nightmare on Elm Street influence on this movie? No. Influence? influence yes yeah. Mm, yeah i don't know a lot of dreams and uh, killers in the dreams that you have to go That's and, the only connection i'm seeing eh, there's a f- killer fire at the end and
1: i'm seeing a lot of influence i'm not saying it was executed well no it's not
0: executed well i'm
2: just saying influence yeah
0: yeah this and movie
2: was called hell island in yes, the uk in that's the UK, a better that's hell a better island. title
0: cuz they don't know slaughterhouse well i suppose right unless the schoolhouse rock yeah. they don't get it <laughs> okay <laughs> so hell island hell
1: island is the which UK makes it sound title, like yeah. a
0: tropical thing and so that's also a bad uh... mm, yeah all right um so anyway alex wakes up who is alex
1: um alex is a college student that's pretty much all we that get lives <laughs> <to do. laughs> for the duration yeah. 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 He lives of the, with the movie. bunch he, of other dudes. Yeah, he lives yeah. with his older brother. and Richard. Richard and two other guys, um, Jack and Marty. Okay. Sure. All right. Yep.
0: A couple of wise acres, yep. right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> frat boy ch- types. yeah mm-hmm. um,
1: I don't I think they're frat by rejects. Yeah, okay. they are.
2: They're too yeah. nerds. They're i mean, too nerdy for The, frats. the
1: friends are. Like Rich is pretty cool. I can see yeah. him being into frat. Right.
0: <laughs> okay. And they yeah. all uh yeah, so they live together, but they're very concerned about the fact that their friend Alex is having these horrible nightmares. They're
1: progressively getting worse. Yes. Yeah. They're um, very graphic. They're like night terrors. Yeah. They're very graphic. He feels like they're real. He's he's pretty much just not sleeping much anymore. Yeah. So,
0: bad. if memory serves, mm. then the uh, solution to this is uh, we're going to go out to a bar. And uh, the filmmaker treats Did us go out to, to a bar? I think, a two-minute slow yeah, motion. Yeah, remember sequence. the slow-mo
2: of everybody eating? Oh! The cafe, right, or whatever they call right. it. Right, so, right. Oh, no, sorry. That, yeah. was, that was, was after. Like, I was like, no, um, that was...
0: No, that was after Hope Marie Carl- Carlton shows up, right? And gets it on with yeah, Richard. Yeah, listeners,
1: you're going to have to forgive us cuz this movie was nonsensical.
0: Yeah, and we're, we're going to try and make sense Woo! of it as we go. Yeah,
1: so yeah, yeah we, so she we shows meet... up with her
2: homely friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we met Alex and and the two idiots friends and they stole a kid's chips. Yeah, well, okay, there was
2: Okay, we didn't talk about this, this because so the, random. The movie sets up this scene like there's going to be consequences. Yeah. And there is not. Yeah, it's just so random. Like they come
1: walk. Like Alex, they're doing an Aaron Sorkin walk and Alex talk. Alex comes walking out of the this, this, his class building, his classroom building, and his two friends. Like one of them hands him a sandwich. Said, "Eat this." The other one hands him a drink. Drink this. And I'm like, "Okay, well, first of all, I want friends like this. Yeah. Like you guys never take care of me like that." <laughs> but and then as they're walking, the one dude. Like, they pass this kid who's probably like 12 years old eating a bag of chips, and he just like snatches the chips out of this kid's hand, mm. and they just keep walking and talking. And in the background, you see the kid run over to the grass and get these bigger guys, and they'll just start
2: following them. <laughs> yes.
0: This is in a tracking yeah, shot. This, yeah, right this that, is in yeah. a
2: tracking shot. Yeah. Like, and we're seeing this. There's like two in the stories background. happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And,
0: and, and you're the, like, okay, this is good yeah, direction. Like, okay, this is yeah. It, I yeah. like
1: this. Like, they're going to confront them. Like, yeah. this is going to be, and, no. And no. then cut to the next scene yeah, and after the guys
0: the guys stop the 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 pack that's following and they
1: just stand there watching him sm- and they're, they're, they're like stop smoking at the, edge of and- the frame,
0: yeah, and just kind of listen to what they're talking about, and like nothing ever happens and he cut away, and you're like, what the hell was the point of that?
1: It was so stupid, I don't get it. I was waiting. I was like, all right let's let's see what happens here nope,
0: nope. So, cut Stole to the the, uh, the the place where they all live, where they have this sweet like uh, front end of a uh, car as a like a ta- end table with a lamp yeah, on it and all like that stuff, and they got like shit all over the place. It is uh, a
1: gross apartment. It's though. really yep. gross, but that car thing was cool.
0: Yeah. So the two girls show up. Um, yeah. One of them is there to have sex with Richard. And so they yeah. wander off into the bedroom. It's Help his girlfriend. Me move this. The
1: way you say that, it makes, sound, makes it sound like she's showing up to like he hired her. Oh, okay. No, okay, sorry. it's his girlfriend. His
0: girlfriend and her homely friend, as Michaela yes. said. And so they go off in the bedroom to move a dresser yeah. loudly, banging against yeah, the wall and all this as they do it. So this yeah. leaves the two uncomfortable uh, people who just met to go like, <laughs> let's go to the bar where we have the like, slow hey, uh, motion.
1: Do you want some food? <laughs> This like was, was oh, get a burger. this
2: was accurate to the awkwardness of college, though. Like, yeah, you're always true. being forced to hang out with people you know nothing about. It seemed like
0: <laughs> this is true. Well, we're yeah. supposed to think that there's like, okay, this is going to set up the main romantic dynamic of the movie, right? These two are going to like get yeah. together at some and, point. There's and
1: be- I just, I have so many issues with the storyline between these two or storyline quotes because that's being generous. Just, between these two, it's clear that they're supposed to, like, be the love interest in this movie, but, like, I, d- I don't understand because he's just, like, brooding the whole time because he's, you know, tired and, lo- and sad because he's having these horrible dreams. Right. So uh, she's just, like, attracted to him because she wants to help him, I guess? Yep. Like, that's
0: yep. it? Yep. Because it's the you got to take care of him. Because there's something, yeah, that whole thing it makes him. I mean, as I'm saying this out
2: loud, (laughs) you know what? You can convince me of anything with this
1: movie. (laughs) No, but as I'm saying this out loud, I was like, okay, never mind. Because I've been that girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I take it all back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, because he tells her, oh no, he has like a uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street like freak out in the uh, in the restaurant where he envisions that there's a Freddy Krueger coming through the wall. It's not Freddy Krueger, but Yeah, but, but it's just
1: the stretchy wall effect. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's From
0: okay, that was
2: straight up. Yeah, rip
1: even off. Very of much Elm
2: Street, but especially because <laughs> it looks like it's even a face at one point.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we can't tell what it is. Right. And,
1: but I was, like, but I was like, at least something's happening. Like, all right, yeah. Let's let's do this.
0: So that's why she's intrigued. And so this basically leads to, if my memory serves, uh, a classroom scene where he is in class being taught by uh, the world's most beautiful teacher who turns out, what's her name? Uh, Catherine? Catherine. She is the teacher of what was it? Psycho deviant
1: behavior. Deviant behavior.
0: (laughs) <laughs> well, no, that wasn't the yeah yeah that, w- that was it that was the class <gasps> I yes. think so yeah. yeah I thought she was a professor of uh, psycho uh, 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 psychokinesis or something like that because oh, wait, yeah I mean, no I what's think her she isn't in what's uh, the, I the think they girl? were
2: jokingly calling oh, it deep uh, behavior but June. Joan,
0: ja- Jan, Jan was Jan in that class? She's like, yeah, don't, were, are you in my deviant behavior class? And he laughs. Which, like, what
1: the fuck, college is this?
0: I think it's a joke. Deviant
2: behavior. Yeah.
0: He smiled. I, I think she was
2: trying to like take him down a peg by being like, you're a creep. You're in a deviant behavior. But like, if you're in deviant behavior, then you're on the same level. So
1: right, your insult's
2: not working. I know. Yeah, I so, took yeah. I took abnormal psych. That's-
0: yeah. Well, I'm going to dream that then. Kind of? I'm going to dream that he's passing out in the uh, introduction to psychokinesis class that all the colleges yeah. should have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because she, I, I don't think she was in the cloak that she ends up showing a no. bit later. No, <laughs> she was not. She has a fashion sense about her that's uh, okay. Um, so anyway. It's very, falls,
1: it's very witchy.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> falls asleep in class. Sure. And then envisions that his face is being burned and there are worms burrowing into his skin. And then he yeah, wakes up he screaming
1: like spits out a worm.
0: Yeah, it's really gross. He's embarrassed because everybody looks at him like, What are you screaming about? Yeah,
1: and it's so fun. like very
0: nightmare. I, Street. I think
1: my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this movie was listening to like the subtle voiceovers from the uh, from the surrounding characters. Yeah. Cause when he wakes like, like as soon as he like the class snapped isn't that him. hard. Yeah. I know one of them was like the class isn't hard, and the other one's like, I always thought that guy was weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, So yeah. this class isn't that hard really made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they did that several times throughout this, listening to the
2: subtle like background voices. Yeah. That was solid. They that thought was he was screaming because he was so overwhelmed by the class. <laughs> that he couldn't handle it so he screamed so that's out that's a good
0: like adr line let yeah. me ask you a question because i was wondering this like at the end of this movie is this movie supposed to be a comedy
2: yes is okay, it like i got one we're yes we're in a doom asylum situation aren't we
0: that was more like uh Overt. yeah just overtly yeah. like goofy I- but there's no, a I, lot no, of stuff. I, I think
2: that's retroactive. I think that is revisionist history thinking it's a comedy. I think this was meant to just be a cheap... Like cash grab knockoff. It was meant to be a uh, grocery store
0: rental, like in
2: your grocery store mm-hmm. shelves. But
0: there's a lot of like lines and dialogue and yeah. banter later like, on. And I'm like, this is all supposed to be funny.
1: Pretty much all of the lines for like the ghostly spirits later on are all supposed to be comedic. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I wasn't laughing. because no, it was no. just like, this None is of
1: us laughing. not funny,
0: but I'm no. like, I think they think the writer thought this was uh, going to cut him up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is fucking hysterical. Eric, I nailed him. Let yeah. me ask you this question: Was this uh, it was a script written by a native English speaker? <laughs> the only reason um, I ask is, so, because, I mean, yeah. It's no, like, the, um, what planet are you
1: on? Yeah, sir? the screenplay was by Ted Landon, and he did like nothing else. Mm. Um,
0: is the, that an alias?
1: I don't it's know. Gotta be right. I don't know. <laughs> Ted um, but the funny thing is, the story. Uh, Dimitri uh, Lagothetis did contribute to the story. As well as a woman named Sandra Willard, which is funny because she was like one of the primary writers on like Curious George and Sesame yeah. Street and Arthur and oh, stuff, wow. <laughs> which I thought wow. was really funny.
0: These are the things you learn and you're like, ah, uh, <laughs> just uh, boggles your mind. Mm-hmm. You don't see that contribution at all.
1: I mean, now it's, that I think about it, I'm like, well, it is nonsensical. And so.
0: childish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Actually, that makes sense.
0: Is Ted... Uh, Although uh,
1: Sesame Street is far beyond this.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I would agree. I, I mean, yeah. Um, Okay, so it seems that in very quick succession to mm-hmm. that scene in the classroom, mm-hmm. there is... Uh, did we talk
2: about the worms falling out of his mouth? We, we scene? Did, Okay, yeah. Yeah, the that the was gross. It was really gross. And that gave me false hope.
0: That something <laughs> yeah, was going to happen. That
2: this movie would be cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah there was several teases early yeah, on. Because yeah. we're
0: still maybe 20 minutes in, or maybe we're longer, because it felt like this went on forever. Yeah. Um, then the teacher shows up at the door of his apartment, or his dorm. This is where she's dressed yep. in the cloak yep. and like a hood yep. and the whole thing, and we're like, "Wow, what's what's going on?"
2: Here? A harbinger, yes. Yeah,
0: bring back the cloaks. We're yeah. saying, bring them back. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and she needs to talk to him, and so I think they uh, broke in. They break into his bedroom, and he's on fire.
2: No, that was that then. I think so. I like, yeah, because okay. then after that they cut. There's the. The jump where you feel like something should have happened, but yeah, okay. he's he's laying in bed sleeping and like what seems like a, like a sleep paralysis almost, and he's on fire. Yeah, because then then we
1: see like what he's dreaming. He's in a cell and the cell's on fire. But what they're saying they're seeing is him laying in his bed, and his bed is on fire. It, the
2: and whole it,
0: room is on fire. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. they
2: can't go in there because there's flames in front of the yeah, door. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And in his dream, is this when he's being hung from the ceiling and, like, burned on his back no, really bad? No, that was bad? a
1: different time.
0: No, that's when everybody gets in on the action. Oh. At this point, it's just uh, Clementine. What was her name? Catherine. Catherine and Jan Jan burst in, see him on fire. They're it's like,
1: Carolyn, by the way. Not Catherine. Okay. Carolyn. Sorry. Teacher,
0: right? Sorry. Who became like a major role in this movie that I yes. didn't kind of expect. So uh, they end up like throwing a, a blanket on him, and all of a sudden, yeah the flames go out, yeah. and he wakes up. And usually in these scenes, I guess it's like, you know, the character thinks he's on fire in the dream. And the, the people wake him up and bring him into the real world. But he's on fire in the real world and on fire in the dream. Yeah. But and when he when wakes
1: up, it's all
0: gone. In the real world. Yeah. The fire goes away. And yeah. now we're like, well, shit, they have now just seen, you know, like, right. uh, supernatural, like a supernatural thing some happening. shit's
1: going down, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: that means that we are going to get the explanation here of what is happening. We need some exposition in our movie mm-hmm. at this point right. to tell us. What's happening? Right.
2: But the way the edit happens with the fire going out on him, it's,
0: it's, it just blinks out. It just can,
2: blinks out, very and it's very unclear for a while in this movie whether he was actually on fire or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We're like, mm-hmm. did they know he was on fire? They react like he's on fire. Yes.
2: Yeah. Like, in the real world, actually on fire. Not yeah. not yeah. a psychonesis, kinesis thing. Right.
0: So then we get a scene in her office. This is in. Uh, we lose
2: 20 minutes of story to jump to a scene <laughs> in her office.
0: Yeah. Well, this is where I think we all universally felt that a scene was missing from the movie. And right, this scene, because we learned that. You know, she's like, yeah, when you told me about your dreams. uh, Right, because we
1: were already confused. Like, why the fuck did she show up at his house? Yeah. Like, that was already weird.
0: Yeah, because he had a nightmare in his class. Right. Or in her class. It was like, okay. But apparently he told her in a scene we didn't see about his nightmares and more about it. Because this is what's missing, right? Right. Is the scene where he's like, yeah, I had a dream. And in my dream, there was a guy. Right,
1: right. Not not
0: Freddy Krueger, but he was a guy, and he looks like this because yes. the scene that we do see now, three scenes removed, is uh them in the in the in, in her office, and she's like, "I found this book," and you're like, "Oh boy, here it comes!" Mm-hmm. and it's this huge tome, right, with uh old mm-hmm. writing in it, and she found it about Alcatraz, and it has a bunch of spells and all this stuff, and we're like, "Oh," and there's a photograph in it. Which I didn't know they were had photographs back when they were doing these kind of old manuscripts. Okay, <laughs> right. and she's like, "Is this him?" And he's like, "Well, he had fangs coming out of his mouth, but otherwise that's him." And we're like, "What, what are you talking about? Because we yeah. haven't seen this. you
2: were just on fire, and now you're not. And now we're talking about a guy with fangs
1: well, in an old book, and I, I'm still I'm still not clear on." Like the book looks very old. The book looks like it's probably from like the Renaissance, right? It's right. crazy old. But he, the guy that they're talking about and the guy that he's seeing in his, his dreams, which at this point we have seen him in the dream. Then the then the one where he's on fire. Oh, that's right. he sees this guy like hacking up a body. That's
0: and, right. Yeah. yeah, you do and from we see him from behind. There's a guy yeah. hacking up a body. Yeah. So yeah. we do
1: see parts of it of him at this point. Um and it's and he's creepy, solid creepy, but the book looks like it's from like the 1400s. Yep. He's from the Civil War.
0: We find out later. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm not sure where the book came from.
0: I'm going to make some connections here as we would go love along if you did. with it. Uh, I don't think the movie actually does.
1: Okay. Fill it in. Okay. Yeah.
0: But to get there, okay, because okay, this sure. is all going to come out in the wash at some point. They're going to try and explain it. We're right. going to go, what the fuck are you saying? Right. But anyway, the idea here is mm-hmm. that yes, you're being haunted by some kind of thing. That exists on Alcatraz Island. Yes, right. How yes. we've made that connection, I don't know. Because he's, he's, he's in a
1: jail cell in his dreams.
0: So he's dreaming about Alcatraz. Obviously, that's <laughs> a jail cell. And so, well, she's and also like,
1: because there was um, this the scene that we saw at the beginning of the movie when he's walking down a corridor and he's like chained to a wall, and there's like the torches and stuff. She says there's references to that picture.
0: Oh, right, right, right. When book. you told me about your dreams, yeah. it reminded me of this book that I yeah, found right. about Alcatraz Island. We're like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. This is ridiculous, crazy. It's more, you know, like I have a, you know, a, some kind of psycholo- psychological right. conditions that's going to end me in an insane asylum. Right. But no, she's like, no, no, no. There's something supernatural happening here. Right. It's
1: not that he has night, ter- night terrors and sleep paralysis. It's not that. Right. <laughs>
0: So he's like, No, I'm not going. And then what happens that night?
1: Oh, that night he uh levitates yeah. in bed. <laughs> like and there's like a glowing light yeah, that levitates like him Yeah, light. and his all of his friends and roommates witness this. Yeah. Yeah, and that I guess was the thing <laughs> that you
0: normally don't see and was kind of right. unexpected that like, you know, because usually it's like I'm battling this thing and you just don't understand. But yeah, yeah. in this one, it's like they all
1: they all see it
0: stumble into his yeah. room. Because, and uh, uh, Jen, like seven night- people
1: are
2: trying Jane, to help yeah. him fight this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's at this point that Michaela mentioned earlier. Um, this is the dream that he's actually being roasted over an open fire. Yeah. By our killer demon thing. Which felt
2: like a scene out of like waxwork or something. It did, right. right? Yeah. Like yep. it felt like a different movie.
1: And like, we do get these glimpses throughout this movie like when he was hacking up the body at that one, and the one dream, yeah. And then now this one where he's being roasted and his skin's actually like dripping off of him, mm-hmm. like it's, yeah, it's cool. It's like gross. And There's these, a few cool moments, and like these that. scenes where I'm like, okay, we're getting into it. Right. <laughs> Let's do this.
0: Even though it's taking a long time, because well, here we go. Like, I mean, as I'm explaining this, you know, I'm aware that to the listener. It sounds like we're clocking through this like pretty quick. You know, Alcatraz is like a thing, but this feels like this is forty five minutes a while. Yes. It took a or while. so that we're at this point in yeah. the movie, and it was like this movie. We're gonna go to Alcatraz, yeah. at some and
1: point. we we didn't mention that like the way this movie is cut, they keep cutting back to Alcatraz. Yeah, we're just seeing like these misty shots, and then we see scenes of like rolling clouds over the and bridge, over again. the bridge, the bridge, a a bridge. yeah, the
2: rolling we, clouds take a shot every time <laughs> yeah. you see an insert of rolling clouds and you'll get hammered yeah.
0: that is yeah i mean it's they're using it's, uh, it as a
2: transition yeah
0: like, yeah
1: over and over and over again from
0: every scene yeah every scene transitions with the storm clouds yeah and it's, it's never, it it's, never like the, it's like place. the
1: swirly batman thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's clouds rolling yeah. clouds and alcatraz <laughs>
0: There was a full moon shot in there with the clouds going across the moon. That broke it up a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, I know. A little bit of variety. So (laughs) the teens not knowing or the college students not knowing what to do. Call the teacher. Carolyn. Carolyn, Yeah.
1: And she shows up.
0: Right. But this time she has an ascot.
1: An ascot and a cloak. And a cloak. Yeah.
0: Um, And she's like, damn it. We have to go now. To Alcatraz Island.
1: She's like, you got to go there. You got to confront this. And he's like,
0: sleep, he'll get you.
1: Yeah. He's like, all right, I'll go tomorrow morning. And she's like, no, you must go go now. now.
0: And we were like, let's go now. Damn it. It's been 40 minutes. (laughs) Right. And a helpful friend is like, well, I didn't want to bring this up. But my father, he has a fishing boat. We're like, oh, sweet. Here we go. Let's do it. To Alcatraz Island. And so they pack their shit and off they go. And then we finally land on the rock. Okay. And it then, takes
1: what like thirty minutes to walk from the boat to to Alcatraz. Yeah, because they have to like climb up like a vertical they, like they climb rock up cliff. Like, yeah, well, because yeah, Alcatraz yeah. is a rock island, you know, mm-hmm. so they have to climb up the side of it because they don't
2: go in the front entrance and don't get caught. But this could be some construction gravel pit for all we right, know that yeah. they're
1: yeah. in. Like, oh yeah, yeah. no, it, yeah.
0: And unfortunately, the problem with these movies is, is like, once you actually get to Alcatraz Island, I don't know where they shot this. Is this the they, real Alcatraz um, or the fake? They sh-
1: so like the preliminary shots, like the the shots that we saw over and over again, mm-hmm. stuff like that was actually shot on Alcatraz. But most of the cast shots were not.
0: Okay. So this yeah. is some other prison. It's just
1: some, it's, yeah. It's just some place in California. Okay. Yeah.
0: And as is usually the case with horror movies of this stripe, what you're going to be served with at this point is a lot of people wandering around in the dark, going mm-hmm. through tunnels, getting split up, you know, trying. And we're still going like, I don't know what they're searching for, really. And the movie, I do now because I we finished it, but it is not clear. And so the objective is not really there. It's like, no. we're going to go there. We're going to somehow confront the thing that's bugging you. Mm-hmm. We're what? told that it that uh, the this is from a uh, Carolyn, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, "Well, spirits can't cross water," and so you're like, "Okay, so that means that basically, me. yeah. psychically you're being troubled, but physically you're safe." Let's go there, right? Where the thing is, let's
1: put you in actual harm. Because she's do like, that. "I've
0: wanted to have an experience like this all my life."
1: Right? She's really a selfish bitch, is what yeah. it is. Yeah.
0: Let's expose you to danger <laughs> in order to yeah. Um. So
1: it takes them. There is so much time spent on them walking into Alcatraz. Tracking so jokes. and just walking around. Just walking around. It just yep. takes fucking
2: forever.
0: And, and just uh, having
2: stupid it, conversations. It's all like tight shots of them in like hallways too. So it's not even like you get to see any coolness of like the prison you don't right, get. To because see they're not except, actually yeah, not <laughs> except except crappy like foam looking brick walls and that's it. Yeah, you know.
0: And I have no read on these characters, really. I, I know that um, Richard loves and will defend his younger brother, Alex. I know Alex yes. is troubled and weak in the face of this thing that's bugging him every night. Yeah. I know Jan thinks feels, she can
1: fix him, thinks she can fix him. <laughs> yep.
0: I know that uh, Hope Marie Carlton is there because Alex is there. or Sorry, uh, Richard is there. Richard is there. And then there's two other guys. And one of them is a funny guy.
1: Yeah. And uh, they had to use his father's boat. So that's why he's there.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah, the so other roommate,
1: the other roommate, just didn't want to be left behind. I guess. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. And so I know you're sitting there, half hour into this podcast, listener, going like, "I thought you said Tony Basil was in this movie, mm. and we I did- thought it had something to do with rock and roll.
1: We were wondering mm-hmm. that too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so then Tony Basil shows up in this movie. Okay. Right. How do we get there? What? What? How, right. Who is so she? And how does we, this work?
1: So we did hear, um, w- earlier on when they were having the Alan Sorkinson, um. Mm-hmm walk and talk with the weird chip scene um they were reading a newspaper that was talking about a rock band that was found dead at alcatraz island and um the, the band was called body bag yep. his name. And the
0: band body bag <laughs> cool this band. is the night before okay so this is a little bit of exposition right because yep. the idea is they're putting together you had dreams that you were in a prison And that was last night. And last night was when this rock band apparently died in the prison. So, bam, connected. Right. Bam, there it is.
1: Right. Which, once we finally meet Tony Basil and she's explaining things, I feel like she's been at the prison... As a ghost, much longer than yep. just the night before, didn't else- it? Yeah, that's what yeah. it sounds
2: like. I was
1: like, I, Is Miley only got that? Because I felt like she'd yeah. been there a while.
0: Yeah, like she's a spirit that kind of haunts the place. Yeah. And we're, we're actually like, it's been three days or something. Yeah. So okay. So um, he meets her because he gets separated from the group, right?
1: Or maybe time has no meaning when you're dead. Maybe that's it.
2: But like, weren't they all in the vase that broke? Right, the vase that whole
0: no thing. no no one. she
1: broke the vase and let
2: the evil spirit. Lose. Oh, okay, okay, uh, yeah,
0: huh, okay. This is told to us in a flashback much later on. Oh my but god! But this is actually <laughs> what's going on in the movie. Okay, right. So I guess we should explain this here as we explain her character. She she, she a come she appears to him to Alex. Alex gets separated from the group and finds himself in the bowels of the place, and then uh, Tony Basil appears with a uh, a. Uh, 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 synthesized voice or whatever they've done because she's a spirit right and she's here to warn him this is what happened to me and my band i broke into the alcatraz because i have been researching the occult my entire life right Mm -hmm. because you're in a band called body bags i assume Uh, they're not a heavy metal band at all they kind of look like a new wave uh 80s uh, band um, and so she's a singer, I assume the rest of her band does appear as ghosts because this is a very American werewolf in London. They were killed uh-huh. and so they uh show up to crack wise, yeah you know?
1: uh, obviously yeah
0: so see so yeah what 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 did she do? Who is the antagonist, and what is going on
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is going on <laughs> um so we get. <laughs> We get a very large exposition flashback where she's explaining um, that in her, in Breaking into Alcatraz, she, uh, she uh, let loose the spirit of an old Civil War dude who was a cannibal.
0: We get to see this in a flashback yeah. inside the flashback, right? Yeah, or inside the spirit it's world.
1: Inception flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a cannibal. He lures women and like, invites them to dinner, and then he ends up like killing them, torturing them, eating them. And then the more he eats, the more evil and demonic he becomes.
0: And then he gets contact eyes. Yeah. You know, and then the, he gets
1: the thriller eyes. <laughs> yeah.
0: And gets long fangs right. and all this. And so we're not, it's not like a vampire, although
1: No, th- it's, it is, but it's not.
0: Yeah. Cause there's allusions no. to that. Like, what are those marks on your neck, Alex? And we're like, I don't, what the fuck are you talking about? But whatever. And then he's that like, that was. He just wants to get his fangs in my neck. And we're like,
1: why? Well, the Is marks on his neck were bruises because in the nightmare that he had, was he grabbed. was being, he was grabbed right. by the neck. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: All right, then. Sorry. I'll go yeah. with that.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, because I'm hearing marks in the neck and fangs. And you go, like, yeah,
1: that. no, they were just like bruises. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so this evil yeah. commandant of yeah, in the kept, cavalry, uh, U.S. cavalry went yes. crazy on Alcatraz Island. This is why they shut Alcatraz Island as a command post down and right. then rebuilt it as a prison many and And this later. is
2: being explained to us as quickly as Colin is saying it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And at some point... How do you um, end up
0: in the vase?
1: And at some point he was killing Native Americans for his, you know, cannibal reasons. And they got pissed because, you know... People are dying. So the Native Americans actually like destroyed him and
0: they burned him with fire,
1: burned him with fire and yep. stored his ashes in this native vase,
0: which they left in a room. They left
1: in Alcatraz, In
0: Alcatraz,
1: Alcatraz was then built on top of it.
0: Yeah. Yes. I don't know how that works, but okay. Well, you say bolt on top of it, like they had to dig down. It's in a room in the basement of Alcatraz. Right. Yeah. Somehow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm
1: guessing like the vase was just like like, buried in, like, a foot of dirt and then yeah. the boiler room was put in the exact spot. <laughs> yeah, yep. yep.
0: I like this. Okay, yeah. this is where we're going. That's what it and seems Tony like to me. Tony Basil knows that it's there because...
1: <laughs> because she found the book. The crazy the crazy old book but she just found it like the public library yeah it, <laughs> it looks like a school library
2: on this shelf of
1: tiny normal size it's, it's books. like all these like regular books yeah with, like, the, with all the, the dewey Decimal stickers and yes and, <laughs> and like that
2: plastic protective yeah. binding on
1: them all and yes. then amidst all of them there's just like this big scary book like from hocus pocus yeah. yes <laughs>
0: that, that's the one that stands out that must be it yeah. that's oh, gotta yeah, okay. be it uh-huh score. Uh so she found she knew that the, the I
1: really wish they had done a scene where she like traces her fingers along the books and like passes it but then comes back. Yes, <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. Uh, uh, that uh, would have been great. See? Especially
2: yeah. like Especially if, because there was so many tiny books, that book spine was like the size of like five books. Right. So like, you were like, like, wait, it was like two feet tall. Yes, yeah. it was a book that you had to use two hands to hold it open. It yeah, like, it, it you'd was, have to rest it on your forearms and hold it from the top. It was, it was so like from the restricted section of Hogwarts.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was just in there next yeah. to like Pride yeah. and Prejudice. Or yeah. Um. So, um. Tony Basil, right? Yeah. Uh, Um, Oh, and then then what we learn is that, so once opening the, once she found it and opened the thing, it took possession of her and she killed her bandmates and now all of them exist in this kind of purgatory. And
1: then it killed her as well. Yeah.
0: Right. So... She is now communicating with Alex because mm-hmm. she puts him to sleep because of a lot of this we were saying, like, all right. you know, the shit happens when you're asleep. But so she,
1: she, yeah. And she knew that she had to connect with a real life person to come in and help, like, break the spell or catch him or whatever. Free the souls. That's yeah. what we're getting at. Um, and the only way she knew to do that was through a part of her soul, which clearly was her music, Colin.
0: Well, that's what I was hoping, Holly. <laughs> But well, no, that's oh, what no. she said—that's what she said. Yeah, like well, yeah, we forgot that, right? There's a there's a tune by Devo that is played throughout this movie, yeah. and it turns out like Alex thinks that he dreamed it. Then he hears it in the bar. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "What's this music? This is from Sammy So and So." Doesn't say body bag, uh, you know, and because uh, yeah. it's her character's mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. And um, then later, it's like so that music basically lured him somehow. Uh, two or oh, right. uh, whatever. Yeah, but, that was uh, how yeah. she was communicating with him through music. It's
1: like, well, it's like the Frankenstein's monster being lured by the music. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like the same thing. Yeah. So
0: then she does like this kind of magical musical choreography dance without, you <laughs> yep. know, where we see rapid flashes of every scene that we've seen in the yeah, movie. Yeah, they yes. recap. They yeah. recap
1: what we've seen. Yep. And,
0: it, and then you realize like, this is nonsensical. This is just shots. You yeah. know, just, this doesn't mean anything. We're
1: using footage and and they kept like reusing the same outside shots of Alcatraz all over,
2: oh, and over yeah. every over time. Again. And
0: the rolling storm clouds. Jesus Christ! And There's
2: probably like only twenty
0: minutes of original footage in this movie. Yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> and
0: the rest of it's slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> so she raises his astral form, and that's how they're yes. able yes. to communicate. Yes. And so once he is now you know he's got this information Mm -hmm. now we can start the the battle against the thing right
1: and she only she brought his astral form just to show him the flashback right okay because then he goes back into his body to
0: but somehow he can still see her and the other ghost people right now that he's back in his corporeal form yeah so he's supposed to summon his friends and they're all going to fight Mm-hmm. the creature whose name i don't even know okay so what i'm going with this is what i was talking uh, about earlier right they just
1: they kept calling him the commandant
0: the commandant yeah. okay so i'm going with like the book is old because this is some kind of evil spirit that lived on alcatraz right. and took possession of the commandant and right. made him a cannibal and so therefore the commandant is just like the current form of this ancient thing with the glowing Yellow sure, eyes yeah, and sure. the big fangs. It's a, demon thing it's a demon thing because it acts like a demon from the movie Demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it and takes it, possession. It
1: takes, takes over Richard.
0: Yeah. So now he his soul disconnected from his body is mm-hmm. cracking wise and hanging out with uh, Tony Basil and right. everybody Which else who cute. gets killed That's cute. <laughs> popping up. and yeah.
1: I will say, though, I think that dude's acting was, as like the demonic possessed was pretty good. I mean, yeah, I, I don't
0: think know how hard good. it is, but yeah, 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 he's a horror movie monster.
1: I think it was yeah. pretty good,
0: yeah. All right, he gets you know the <laughs> prosthetics and all that stuff, and then he gets to basically like you know, because they don't know that uh, he's been possessed, right? So they all like, oh, we gotta uh, talk to Richard, and then Richard attacks them uh, one by one, mm-hmm. punches mm-hmm. through one person's face, or does, that. and
1: that was pretty solid, yeah, that was nice. I like nice that touch. one. Because there was also, we didn't talk about, it, there was one uh dream sequence earlier on in the movie when um Alex's, like, rib cage is actually, like, pulled apart, which yeah. was pretty awesome. So there's, like, these little glimpses right. throughout the movie that are pretty solid, and one of them is being punched right through the head, which was awesome. That was awesome. Because we see, like, the shot we see is the fist coming through the back of the head, yeah, yep. which was pretty great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In the rain, because it's raining, rain. of course. Some some scenes it's raining, other scenes it's not. Sometimes the hair is wet, sometimes it's not. It's like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean that. It's
0: one of those. Continuity is the least movies. of their problems yeah. in this
1: movie. That that does that does track though, because Alcat- it's very foggy, in Alcatraz.
0: <laughs> and it has different very weather misty. patterns it's depending on misty. where you are on the. Yeah,
1: it's very misty, so that tracks.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> he breaks one person's neck. He bites one of the girls, yeah, uh, and then she shows up as a ghost, right. like... And then uh, she provides a key point of information that she had a lighter in her pocket, and so you're right. going to use this to somehow track him down and burn him or something.
1: Right. Tony Basil says that they need to burn him, and she says, I have a lighter, or I had a lighter. And yep. then they're like, oh, well, it's probably still with your body. Let's go get it.
0: We never see that scene where he gets the lighter. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do? Okay, yeah. I spaced it out. Mm-hmm. I apologize.
1: Yeah, because Carolyn actually goes back to the body to get the lighter, and Mm -hmm. then Possessed Richard shows up, and that's when Tony Basil, like, talks to Richard, or talks to the Commandant, like, through Richard, Mm -hmm.
0: like her spirit does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was very confused about that scene. Me too. Yep.
2: (laughs) Yep. And I kind of had given up on trying with this movie. Yeah, today, so. yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. I was
0: confused because, you know, it's like, okay, the old adversaries are, you know, like the spirit woman and you know, past victim and him in a new form are like, uh, you know, so he can see her and talk to her. Right. And then he starts fighting her and she he's getting thrown around and then she also seems to be in another part of the room at the same time telling Alex, "You got to run." Whatever, come with me. We gotta go over here.
2: Yeah, she like ghost teleports. Yeah, yeah I'm
0: like, but is she still fighting? Yeah, Richard? because he's
2: he's thrashing around on the floor like he's wrestling something. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so their
1: their plan is they need. To, so why do they, they, they gotta need, blow it up? Why did they need to go to the chapel? I don't. Did they explain what was in the chapel that they needed to go there? Because that's when they split up. Two of them need to go to the chapel. Yep. And then Alex needs to go find the door to let the spirits free.
0: Okay, but this is in the astral plane. So uh, Alex is going to go astral surfing. So right. we have to go back to the room <laughs> where he fell asleep the first time so Tony Basil can...
2: So we see that same footage again. Of him
0: waking up out of his body so Mm -hmm. he can explore the astral plane and open the door that frees the souls. Okay, so that's what he's doing.
1: And then
0: uh, Carolyn...
1: Carolyn and Jan...
0: Are going to lure Richard, Mm -hmm. the commandant, into the chapel right. or a holy mm-hmm. place yep. where they're going to... Is
1: that why? Because it's a holy place? I
0: think that's, that's just... That's I think right, it's yeah. one of those things you're just supposed to read into it All without right. them actually so just, saying it. Just go with it, yeah. Yeah, so, so Jan gets a crucifix, giant crucifix off the wall.
1: And hits him over the head with it.
0: Because uh, Carolyn starts unbuttoning her blouse to... Yeah, like, she's like enticing him. him into the...
1: Well, yeah, because we've already, they've already established that he still has like these earthly pleasures because at one point he tries to rape, um, what's her name?
2: Uh,
0: oh, Tote Marie called him, yeah, Krista, yeah, Krista. Krista. Okay. He tries
1: to rape her because she, at first she thinks it's Richard and yeah. she doesn't realize she's he's been heal. possessed. <laughs> so Turns he does still the have thing. these like urges that he had in his, in his actual mm-hmm. life. So yeah. she's trying to entice him saying like, oh, I know that I can't, I can't overtake you you know i have to give in and so she's like trying to seduce mm-hmm. him i or still find
0: that weird because like yeah no it's to a- kill them anyway so just being there would lure him in but sure. okay, it's,
1: it's out of nowhere it right. yeah. doesn't make sense yeah. we gotta
0: play up the sex appeal in the later half yeah. of the movie probably because <laughs> they're I- like we're losing them we're losing them yeah let's have her unbutton her shirt
1: yeah and that's the thing i was like i was waiting for her to like actually just go full on you know sh- topless
0: mm-hmm. well it's too late in the movie though Okay, yeah. And we had Hope Marie Carlton already. So it yeah. satisfied that. Now we can have, like, okay. All right. So there's like let's, a formula. Let's
1: not be greedy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay.
0: So they lure him into the chapel. Yep. Jan clocks him with the crucifix. Does
1: nothing. Yep.
0: <laughs> and so he basically goes, Roar! Yes. And uh, they go, shit. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> He's like stopped in his tracks because he can feel somewhere on the astral plane. Uh, Alex is wandering down that, that, that right. soggy and, hallway. soggy hallway. With the rats and, and see, this the pseudo castle. Yeah. This part I was
1: confused by because I thought he could hear the music.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Oh, that's, the, the, like, the rocking music. Because at this point, playing.
1: we get like a little Devo guitar riff going. yeah. yeah. And I thought he could hear that. I, th- I thought that's what made him stop.
0: Uh, see, I, I got the impression that he feels Alex is getting close yeah, to the door. Yeah, that's drawer. what
2: I thought, too. Especially because well, Alex like broke his wrist and then broke his ankle yeah, because, yeah. for no reason.
0: Well, because uh, uh, Richard, was, like commandant, doing it. starts yeah. slamming yeah. on the wall, which is like breaking... The physical structure of the astral hallway. Right. I don't get that, but okay, okay. But I think that was. I, what was I
1: still choose to believe that he could hear Devo. You know <laughs> okay. what? Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. The All correct answers with this movie. <laughs> There's um, no wrong answers here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but Alex does make it to the door.
1: I mean, it very takes him a like, hot fucking minute. Colin. He's walking very
0: slowly. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: sloshing through this sludge. But he's pretty bring a foot. Not at even, first. But,
2: but okay. even before that, he's walking very slow. Yeah, he's
1: going very slow. It's like
2: quick stand? No, it's not. Okay. And, and then it it's, water. It's, it's, like to,
1: it's like to mid-shin water. Like yeah. He can he can trudge through this. And then he crawls he like crawls up this really short staircase, but then he falls down the staircase and has to go back. It's, it's fucking
0: forever. <laughs> that was the one that we were like Jesus for Christ for sake. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there at the door. <laughs> then we're like, okay, he's gonna do something. And he just kind of sits down and limply pounds yeah. at the door dun, dun, dun. I don't think Let he even tried in. to open it I know I'm like what the fuck is this guy doing yeah. and then there's a monster in the hallway yeah. with him
1: because I mean the whole point is he has to set the spirits free right uh, so doesn't he have to open the door yep. like what is he knocking for uh, right if they can open it themselves why didn't they do that before right yep. it makes no fucking sense nope. one, of the,
2: one of the many logic issues of this
1: movie yeah very yep. true but now we see like this creature coming towards him and I assume it's supposed to be like the actual body of the commandant.
0: Is, is it, it the commandant? It's whatever it is, it's um it's a monster as far as like it's bald, it yeah. has the you know bulbous head and the yeah. fangs. It's a guy in a with a mask on yeah, basically. Right. it's a ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. But I think it is dressed in, like, Civil War I think it's clothing. to
1: be the Commandant's actual body. Okay.
0: In the astral, this is his true form.
1: I guess. Okay. Yeah. As
0: he's uh, trying to stop Rich, uh, Alex from opening the door. Yeah. And then somehow the door opens. Mm-hmm. But we're like... Or I was sitting there going like, okay, but the girls took this opportunity to beat the fuck out of him. Right. There's a lot of shots that are the same. I'm like, this is the filmmaker going like, look, we're doing the same shots from the beginning, only the feet walking through the water are Alex instead of the monster. They think they're and so the, smart. The, the, the hand, which was the machete, is now the, uh, it's uh, Carolyn smacking him with the crucifix or whatever. Yeah. And then they pour gasoline all over the place and light him on fire, and we're like, Okay, I don't understand what Alex is doing. The door opens, bright white light mm-hmm. shines through, and the monster goes Rah! They the,
1: set they set him on fire, he catches on fire. In
0: in the
2: they real world yeah. the chapel. Sky high. Yep. Yep. And it actually does blow up. Yeah, like, it does uh, yeah. blow up. There's yeah. a real explosion in this it movie, Because so. yeah.
0: there's gas cans that brought the gas cans, yeah. they're not too too smart. Yep. Uh yeah. even though. I assume they dumped all the gas out of the gas cans, but that doesn't matter. Yep. The gas cans are still there. Audience says gas cans. Two of them light up and Carolyn gets blown up. But thank God, Jan... Makes it out alive.
2: Yep, Shannon and Alex. Because yep. we really need this next scene. It's really, really, it's really important. important. Um, I'd like, I'd like to uh, introduce a little segment here called Saturday Night Freak Show Masterpiece Theater. Holly, would you like to join me in the reenactment of this final scene? <laughs> I, <laughs> I would. Love um, to. I w- oh, well, wait,
0: d- wait. To get there though, you have to explain um, why
2: we cut to the exterior of a house. We're looking through a window before that. Before yeah, that, fine.
1: um, so we have. Alex has gone back to his body. His, Mm -hmm. his, his spirit has gone back to his body and he's saying his last goodbye to Tony Basil because she's, uh, you know, the spirits have been Mm -hmm. set free. So she's like, I've only got a a few minutes and I just, I gotta ask you one more favor. And he's like, Oh man, I don't know. She's like, No, don't worry. This one's gonna be fun. And then they, we see the silhouettes of the shadows of them kissing. Mm -hmm. And then.
2: Cut to the exterior of a house. That's We're looking through it, a window right. at a baby grand piano. That's right. It's idyllic's white suburban neighborhood, I'm sure. Uh do, do you want to oh, be Jan or Alex? I, I'd love to be Jan. <laughs> okay. I'd love to okay. be Jan.
1: Um so Alex, so you know, Colin, do you want to narrate or uh, okay. uh, Alex, sits piano. Alex. Alex sits down Alex sits down Alex
0: dressed in I believe it wasn't a tuxedo or something but he's it's, in formal wear yeah. it
1: was like a
2: nice like silky robe
1: yeah yeah because yeah. he's got his arm in a sling so yep. he's in recovery but it's a yep. like sexy recovery but it's that,
2: it's that sling where it just looks like a pillowcase tied around yes. your neck it's not a real <laughs> hospital
1: sling yeah. no an intern made that yeah <laughs> yep and uh, so he sits down at the piano and starts to play enter Jan sits down next to him I, I didn't know you played piano. Well, I was going to be Jan. Oh, I thought you said... I said oh, okay. I want to be okay. Jan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, start again. Start again. Okay, Jan down on the piano. I didn't know you played the piano. I don't.
0: Camera pulls back. Oh, no, we hear the, the music that yep. he's playing on the piano yep, the is the uh, Tony, Brax, uh, Tony Basil's song, yep. which eventually yeah. dubs over into the actual melody, and we pull back, and we can tell that the actor is just sitting at the piano
1: with a little smug. Yeah. Yeah, Not
0: actually playing anything. He's like, okay, they're going to cut, aren't they? And we keep (laughs) pulling back. Yep. And then credits, the end of the movie and and the credits. Okay. Does have this full song with Tony Basil Mm -hmm. doing the vocal over the end credits. And I'm like, it's not bad. It's not good but it's kind of rocking and yeah. it's the only real song that I w- yeah. remember there being in the movie because that's the other thing throughout this movie they would launch into these like guitar riffs yeah. and then all of a sudden just stop cut. Right. <laughs> it would cut like it on a scene it was such a big
1: goddamn tease <laughs> like, yeah yep. Over and over. Yep.
0: there were a lot of like you know and then like the scene the tension would deflate from it and so the music would stop then it would build back up for the next one and you're just like Uh, It was the most frustrating fucking experience. Mm -hmm. Not a good score by Devo. No. It was horrible.
2: (laughs) No. Right. I I yeah. I'm trying to understand why that last scene was even put in there. Why not just end with the explosion and cut to credits?
1: Yeah, I
0: Yeah, well the idea being that Tony Basil didn't possess uh uh Alex directly, but has somehow passed on her musical ability. Yeah, so that she will always live on. Yep. so now he's going to become a <laughs> rock star, I assume, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh in the sequel.
1: Which I mean, you know, it's cool for him.
0: Yeah. 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 everybody uh, made it out. The survivors made it out. Well, two better than survived. okay. <sighs> <sighs> right.
1: that's, uh,
0: okay. So, that, that's was an ordeal. That's <laughs> so, you are probably going to want to know, listener, if you're contractually obligated by listening to this podcast if you have to watch this movie. Well, we're going to tell you. We will. But first, we're going to we we're gonna keep you in a little bit of suspense. First of all, we're going to read some of your mail. And in order to do that, we're going to have to summon our mailman. And his name is Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail! So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. Why, thank you, Igor.
2: He definitely has uh, night terrors. He couldn't even watch this movie with us. He was like, mm-mm. Yeah. He knew. Some, some spirit possessed him and told him not to watch this movie. What Does
0: he a- or have fangs?
1: Um,
2: well, Retractable. He doesn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. Retractable. When needed. When needed, That's yeah. That's right.
1: But, like, those are his only two teeth. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, we should probably let the good folks at home now know how they can get a hold of us by uh, following along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Freak Show. Or Twitter. At Freak Show. They can email us. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Or follow along on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. About tonight's movie, Slaughterhouse Rock, Steve Carney writes in and says, Slaughterhouse Rock makes for an interesting heavy metal double feature with hard rock zombies released earlier this year by Vinegar Syndrome. But what I Really want though is an official Blu-ray release of Trick or Treat. Did, you're
2: I mean, speaking, Colin the soul, <laughs> speaking directly to Colin's soul. Speaking directly to Colin's. I know. I'm
0: still like, do I have to bring that movie back? I know we did it ten years ago on this show. We've but already, the heavy metal horror. Colin, movie, I've
2: never seen we've it. Holly's told never you. seen it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's
0: because only because like nobody on the current Freak Show yeah, has seen, seen this movie. Exactly. We've depart-
1: all three of us have given you permission to bring it. Yeah.
0: And I keep parting them. I'm like, yeah, you gotta watch it. And, like, they won't do it. Like, okay. Because we want you doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Robin Linneman Silverberg says Tony Basil and Devo. You can't get more eighties than that.
2: True. Yeah. <laughs> if only they didn't phone it in.
0: <laughs> well, Tony Basil. I yeah, mean, she's I, she's, no, she's doing. For, yeah, she but... was actually there. I think for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, she was doing good, but like, there's still. But she does know. Like, her her skills aren't on display in this movie. You know as far as acting and or i mean singing and dancing like oh, yeah, she right, does right. great acting wise but yep. like why cast a pop star if you're not gonna have them sing or dance right you know
0: oh man that reminds me at some point i gotta bring monster dog with alice cooper
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah you do <laughs> yeah i i've yeah. that on my list for a long time yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, all right uh michael whitaker says i started watching this last night there were way more bad mullet slash mustache combos than I think I can handle.
2: Yeah, that's the, the a whole lot. movie. Yeah.
0: Is it saying he didn't finish it? <laughs> he I started watching it like, oh,
1: I believe it. <laughs> I mean, it uh, says a lot that that was the thing he noticed the most.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, there's also eighties hair. We had eighties hair. And yeah. You know. uh, uh, um. Last week we watched a movie called uh, The Initiation. Yes, we did. And. Steve Carney wrote out about that when he said, I blind bought the initiation on the recommendation of a coworker who loves all things eighties. I enjoyed it. I'm very happy to add it to my collection. Since some of arrow videos releases have been completely or complete misses rather than hits girls night out. I'm looking at you. I haven't seen girls. Night Out" (laughs) Uh, No,
2: I am not familiar with that one.
0: Uh, Joey Blythe said I had to go to the bottom of the IMDB list to figure out the princess Vespa on a, uh, on a totally what? I had to go to the bottom of the IMDb list to figure out Princess Vespa. Oh, boy, we we're saying Daphne Zuniga was yeah. in the initiation. He says, yeah. on a totally unrelated note, Zelda Rubinstein was in a movie called Anguish that I can't find. It would be a great freak show movie if it existed somewhere. I've heard
2: about Anguish. It's been on my freak show list for a long time because I heard it mentioned on another podcast. And yeah, they specifically called out Zelda Rubinstein in that movie, too. So hmm. I'll do some digging. All right. Uh,
0: interesting uh robin lineman silverberg um writes in about this one also so mm-hmm. on our episode about the initiation we had a discussion of nightcaps and night shirts and nightwear yes oh, man did. i
2: said i missed that yes, i got thoughts we <laughs> yep. uh
0: and i think we mentioned that um the long uh night shirt was not only a women's garment uh, back in the day, guys also wore this and would just tuck it into their pants and away they go. And Robin Linderman-Sorlberg has uh, given us a link to the Lenschke traditional stripe Irish night shirt, which you can purchase for the low price of $79 US dollars. That is on our Facebook page. Is it like Irish
2: wool or something? Like, why is it so expensive?
1: I don't know, but by the end of the episode, I was convinced that that's what Colin wears to bed.
2: Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, I thought it was the I, nightcap. cap.
2: I, I think he's got the whole ensemble. Yeah, 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 I think you go to bed looking like Ebenezer, yeah, 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 yeah with the candle, candle too. Yeah,
0: that's what they were saying. Yeah, that's what they we were saying. Yeah. Yeah, Except yeah, yeah. it was, uh, oh, absolutely, it was powered
2: by Alexa. Yeah, yes, <laughs> 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 exactly.
0: You have to listen to that episode. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the week before that, we watched the movie called Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. We sure did. Um, we asked, you know, what people thought. Uh, you know, based on that title, what they were going to get. Adam Kaler said, honestly, I was picturing Easy Rider meets the Cowboy Way with some cheeky '90s commercials for motorcycles and cigarettes throughout, a la RoboCop, that's but exactly. with less nuclear explosions.
2: That is exactly what I picture. Exactly.
0: Is that exactly in the movie they got? Not
2: it's. I mean, <laughs> there's some similarities, but I can. <laughs> but that's kind of what I expected too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Anthony Fataski says perhaps the equivalent of a Mountain Dew commercial having a midlife crisis.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not wrong because they aren't, there's a lot of them not being good at things in that movie. So, uh,
0: Grant Parrish <laughs> writes in, uh, to correct a massive oversight oh, apparently God. that we had because, uh, Tia Carrera is, uh, in the movie, she is a bit part because it was before Wayne's world yeah. made her a thing. Yeah. And he says the red-headed queen. Aki Vashka did not return from the dead only to re- be remembered for Wayne's world.
2: I mean, did you see her in that red outfit in Wayne's world? It was pretty memorable. Yeah. So.
0: He's talking about Call the Conqueror. I totally I forgot she was that. the main villain in, in Call the Conqueror. Well,
2: now I want to see it.
0: Well, so. you want to put it on the Saturday Night yeah. Freak show and bring Tia Carrere mm-hmm. Wall of Fame? Can't remember. She's been in just a She's got to be
2: close, right? There's something else I thought we watched her in. I'm
0: going to go look. Right. Uh, Matthew Pearson says, I like how this movie is sit- set in a dystopian future where the gas is half the price it is today. Oh, no
2: kidding. <laughs> that was an optimistic <laughs> future.
0: Yeah. Because it was, a. Uh, that's right. For those of you who missed it, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man is a science fiction mm-hmm.
2: movie that takes
0: place <laughs> in the year 1996. Has
2: True Lies oh, been boy. done on the show? No. Oh. Oh. Well, there love, you go. Bring I that. True Lies.
0: All right. Well, we want to thank each and every one of you for writing in. You keep uh, Igor gainfully yes, thank employed. Thank you. We
1: mm-hmm. appreciate it. We love hearing from you.
0: Without you, you know, Igor might be uh, might be uh, getting uh, getting the showing the door.
1: Mm. Don't. To so keep don't, Igor don't even employed. Say that. Don't even say that.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, now we're gonna go around the table and let you know what we thought of tonight's movie, Slaughterhouse Rock. Starting Colin. With- oh shit.
1: Let's just go right around. Yeah. Let's just do it.
0: Okay. That's um, cool.
1: What did you think of Slaughterhouse Rock?
0: I've been waiting to see this movie for a long time. I know waiting, you had a lot of pressure. Right. 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 I was curious because it sure. had a cool poster, but wow. it also, I think, uh, in my gut, I knew, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. You, don't mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you don't need to waste your time on this. You don't need to waste your time on this. <laughs> this is a horrible movie. I mean, it's just badly put together from start to finish. Uh, Tony Basil's performance is about the only positive thing I can po- probably get out of this because... Mm-hmm. It fails on a uh, story level. Doesn't make any sense. Can't right. figure out what the hell's going on. Right. It's not has no suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, maybe some of the makeup effects. I might, might say some of the makeup effects are at least capable. I thought the chest ripping was like amateur hour, mm-hmm. but I get what they were going for. It was like, oh, they ripped his whole chest yeah. out and he tears a guy's head off at one point. Mm-hmm. through the head it was pretty good. Yeah, um, the acting is awful. Yep. from damn near everybody involved mm-hmm. uh cinematography like i said was bad it just seemed like the camera was in the wrong place all the time editing's bad uh overuse of uh those fucking cloud shots were enough to make me angry i was bored through a lot of the movie yes. um disappointed by the musical uh you know like uh, abrupt endings mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. Trying to roll out like the entire litany of things against this movie. (laughs) Uh, The writing, the characters, non-existent. Uh, The banter uh, thinks it's really funny. The tone's really weird. You know, like it wants to be a comedy, but it's a horror movie too. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm going to say this is a a train wreck, awful fucking movie. Um, And you should avoid it at all costs. Michaela, Mm -hmm, what did you mm -hmm, think? mm
2: -hmm. I can't believe I watched a movie called Slaughterhouse Rock. And a movie called Night Train to Terror had more music and rock and roll scenes in it than this movie. That was a good one. Yeah. Everybody's got something to do. Everybody but you. you. <laughs> yeah. Like that movie had way more rock and roll going on than this. And I understand that rock is, is Alcatraz, but they knew what they were doing with that title. Like they knew where they were misleading people. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it's just like incompetent top to bottom in every aspect. But. Not in a way that's fun or enjoyable. I agree, Colin. I was also bored and it felt like a very long movie. Mm -hmm. And it it's unfortunate that I don't know why it doesn't cross into Awesomely Bad because it's so low budget it should. But I agree. Some of the effects were cool and like they tried with those, I guess. But it's just there's you can watch other movies from this time that do the same kind of thing that are much more entertaining. Go back and listen to any other movie we've done like this. I would say probably rock and roll nightmare was even more fun than this movie. Like that movie was at least kind of insane, but I also did, but I didn't <laughs> it recommend bad, it.
0: But insane. It was
2: bad, but insane. I, I know I didn't recommend it, but no, we didn't, but we at least had fun watching. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had a good time watching it where yeah. we were all bored with this one and or even something like intruder is more fun, you know? Um, yeah no
0: better gore yeah better gore too weird camera work yeah
2: Yeah. uh and this is just yeah it's incompetent in every aspect and it's if there was at least some cool music and some cool choreographed scenes or something at least like that would wake you up a little bit but Mm -hmm. there's none of that so um yeah every time he went to sleep i was like damn making me tired like stop (laughs) (laughs) this movie's boring and his character keeps going to sleep so i'm gonna pass on that holly um yeah, so it's kind of funny cuz we watched
1: um The Initiation last week and we kind of said that even though the kills weren't as exciting as we wanted, like the rest of the movie was exciting enough that it didn't really it, it it didn't really matter, like it kind of made up for it that we were okay with it just being pretty basic. Um but I feel like this had the opposite. Like it had some decent enough gore scenes, like some things happened that were pretty cool, but it was mixed in to just trash it was so boring and it was just nonsensical and yeah it was so disappointing you know I watched the trailer for this movie and the trailer is awesome they take all of the good parts of this movie and shove it in the trailer with a really great rock song and it just seems really exciting the synopsis for this movie sounds really cool A man visits Alcatraz prison after having dreams about all the people who died there. When he gets there, his brother's possessed by an evil cannibal demon. The ghost of a female heavy metal singer who's killed there tries to help the man fight the monster. Uh, Again, sounds really cool. Heavy metal
0: singer. Wow. That's a
1: (laughs) And I saw like, oh, Tony Bezos in it, and music by Devo. Everything pointed to this movie should be a fun movie for the freak show, right? So obviously, I have no regrets bringing it, because... That was a setup for a solid Freak Show movie. Um, but it sucked. So that's unfortunate. Um, I think it best is summed up from Karen James of the New York Times who wrote, There's always a way to improve on a stock formula, but Slaughterhouse Rock manages to make these elements seem much worse and even more tired than they are. Mm. Yeah. I have to agree with yeah. you on that. Um, yeah. Not good. It was really not good. Anyone have any guesses on the budget? five bucks yeah i was, I was
2: five like
0: dollars. i, was, <laughs> I was, don't know back the, then three hundred thousand whatever
2: nepotism just, kids trust fund was just the
1: cost of admission to yeah. yeah
2: yeah two million dollars that seems like a lot yeah
0: for 1988 yeah mm. I mean, I suppose they got to get them there Yeah, there's locations yeah. You know, I, guess. I, I was sitting there going, like, for some reason Their accents, I'm like, these All Canadian But uh, everything I looked up and nothing said there was. Yeah, a Canadian no, it, it, they filmed
1: a, Just four days of exterior shots at Alcatraz And the rest was filmed in Culver City Like it, hmm. yeah um, Even the tagline for this movie sounds better Than the movie actually is Alcatraz for thirty nine for thirty nine years it held society's most depraved killers. Now it's home to something even worse.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, see that it's sounds like, cool too. Everything
1: appointed to this movie being awesome. Yeah, this movie cool should have been like yeah, this movie cool should have been
2: like thirteen ghosts, but in Alcatraz. Yeah,
1: exactly. All the
2: baddest people in
0: Alcatraz.
1: Like they yeah. had some they had so much potential to work with and it just didn't
0: it's just happen. A, it's a bad story. Yeah. I think and it has yeah. like a there's a fantasy element that I think uh, you know it's hard to buy into now mm-hmm. that I think the eighties did like all the time, you know, the eighties had these fantasy horror movies, right? Uh, probably because of like the success of nightmare on Elm street, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or, or stuff like that. And now it's like, I don't know. You, you have to go out on a limb to, you know, mm-hmm. try and make sense of, or, you know, like going, okay, I'm going with you. That There's psych you gotta have to have astral bodies and yeah, uh, there's psychic, Cannibal killers from the past yeah. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. These movies work better if the lead is a woman.
1: It doesn't necessarily have to be a woman. It just has to be. I don't know. Well, first of all, the actor, whether it's a man or a woman, has to have some sort of charisma.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like
0: <laughs> it's just we're supposed to sympathize with him because he's under psychic strain, right?
2: Yes, and you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holly, I, did you bring Showdown in Little Tokyo? I did. Tia Career was in that. Oh, she wasn't so oh shit, that I, I knew away. there was another <laughs> one. Yeah, we're
1: one I was sitting <laughs> thinking I'm like, I know we've watched Yeah, I know it was Showdown yep. Little Tokyo. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it was Called the infamous the, the infamous uh, uh topless scene where it wasn't actually her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: It's All a right. weird movie. Mm-hmm. It's great.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh that means you are uh mercifully spared having to watch Slaughterhouse Rock.
2: Yes,
1: correct.
0: Next week, we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by...
2: Michaela. what are we watching next week? It's back to school season. Yes, it is. we where we we'll to watch Cutting Class. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: Oh, Jill Sholin's coming yes. back. We're talking about her a lot. I don't know what's... Okay. Yep. And Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yep. And somebody else in there, like... There's uh, a
2: bunch of people in it. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get into it next week.
0: Isn't it like Jared Leto or somebody? No. no. It's no. Will Wheaton? It's somebody. Uh, okay. Uh, next week, we'll find out Cutting Class yep. on the Saturday Night Freak Show. We hope you'll join us. And until then, boils and ghouls, the basement is going dark.